Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. DVE Morning Show. That was uh, Jim Florentine who was on the show this past Friday. He was at the Improv all weekend long. And hopefully you had a chance to get out and see him. He's, he's outstanding. Uh, I'm, Jim's great. Could you imagine ever doing that, though? Like, taking that ride and the whole time knowing, like, I have to go all the way back to Brooklyn to get my car right now. But I, it's worth it just to be next to this famous person a little bit longer. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think it would have been worth it. I know, I know it would have. It would have felt weird, though. It would have felt inauthentic. Like if he finds out what's going on, if Ozzy found out what's going on, then you have no chance of ever getting any respect from him. Halfway through the ride, Norton's like, "Wait, you drove to Brooklyn, didn't right?" You? He's He's like, like, huh? Yeah, no, no, I'm going to leave my car there for my. Oh, I think my... somebody stole my car. Yeah, and then you got to lie, <laughs> and then it's terrible. Yeah, then it's uncomfortable. Very much so. Much like this newscast will be, uh, Val is on vacation, so uh, I'm filling in. I'm Jim Florentine. Uh, With your news this morning on a very rainy morning in Pittsburgh. It rained yesterday. I was up in Erie for Father's Day. Happy belated Father's Day to you. Oh, thank you. You have a good day with the kids? I did. It was tremendous. Good deal. Uh, I I was with my dad up in Erie there for a while, uh, all day yesterday. And uh, I took my bike. I wanted to go for a bike ride around the old peninsula, Presque Isle State Park. With your dad? No, no, he wouldn't do that. (laughs) So you wanted to take a bike ride by yourself for Father's Day? Well, he I had time before he was showing up to the to my brother's house. So I'm like, all right, I got an hour. I can get a quick workout in. And then I just sat in the rain for 30 minutes. Torrential downpour, lightning, thunder. So it's just basically been raining nonstop here. And what it, time did it hit up there? Early. Like, oh, okay. Because it one, didn't hit down here till late. It hit 1 o'clock up there, and ba- basically it didn't stop. And then when I drove home last night at like 7 o'clock, I started driving home, and it just rained all the way, like hard. It followed you back. All the way down <laughs> pat, like you know, to like Newcastle, and it stopped for a little bit. Then it started again here in Pittsburgh. So be prepared for some rain this morning. Um, and that's uh, about as well here. Listen to the guy who like went to school for it. Morning rain will taper off to a couple afternoon showers. 78 for the high temperature today. Just an evening shower tonight. Humidity going to drop off just a bit. Tuesday, partly sunny, a stray late day shower. Highs in the upper 70s. I'm Scott Harbon, Severe Weather Center 11. Currently 66 degrees. It's a Lemieux out right now at DVE. Westmoreland County District Attorney will review complaints by residents and businesses about a Jeanette Bar. Folks in the area claim Punch and Juniors is a nuisance due to the number of issues there involved police. Any bar with the the word Punch in the title has got to be a pretty rough place. Punch and Junior, yeah, kind of like Punch and Judy's, but this one's Punch and Juniors. <laughs> Last week, a resident and a business owner asked the Jeanette Council for help in getting the bar shut down. Jeanette police say the bar has been an ongoing problem for them. This is really the story. You pay- I mean, again, I, I don't mean to be critical, Slack, but of all the news stories, you needed me this to is the, the people of Pittsburgh to hear about this morning. It was on WPXI this morning. 
Is it is it not good enough for you? It's good enough for uh, Scott Harbaugh and whoever else is on channel channel eleven. Right now. <laughs> he's he's on TV. I can't think of anybody else. What are you name. some oh. kind of news? Snob? It's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I am a news snob. Political uh, or Pittsburgh police rather are investigating a shooting that left a Wilkinsburg man in the hospital. Police say they were called to a home on Arlington Avenue near Josephine Street in the Arlington Heights neighborhood yesterday morning. Police say the man was shot in the leg and was last reported to be in stable condition. Police do not believe the man was shot inside the home. 132-year-old lobster named Louie is free after spending two decades in a New York restaurant. Thank God we're getting to these stories. I mean, I don't I don't know. <laughs> You're so upset. Don't know how people would be able to go on. 130-year-old lobster. 32. Huh? Louie, yeah. 32. Right. Uh, Peter's Kalmbar supervisors, Butch Yamali and Anthony Santino, released a 22-pound lobster back into the sea Friday. Unfortunately, it was curb stomped outside of Punch and Junior's <laughs> and never actually made it into the water. Now, that would be news. <laughs> I'd want to read. Santino pardoned Louie in honor of National Lobster Month, saying it's better than a, quote, buttery fate on a seafood lover's plate. Wait, can I ask you a question, though? Seriously, how the hell do you know that the lobster is 132? How does anybody know how old a lobster is? You can't ask them. I had a lot of stories about the gold rush. <laughs> I mean, what do you cut it open and count the rings? I mean, there's no way... That somebody had a lobster in their place of business for 132 years. Probably not. Yamali adds that Louis had become, quote, like a pet and was his time to return back to his natural habitat. He's like a pet. Yeah. Much like the same way that uh, serial killers that keep people in their basement think it's a pet. He's like a pet. They keep it, you know, in a box threatening to eat every day <laughs> for 30 years. Yamali adds Louie had become like a pet when his time to return back to the natural habitat. Town officials and residents were on hand. Oh, it was a big deal there in Hempstead for Louie the lobster send-off. An expert says the lobster is expected to live despite losing a claw and spending much of its life in captivity. Well, I hope he keeps in touch. How messed up is that? They just, like, chop off a claw and eat it? And you like, get back in a cage for another 30 years. <laughs> just remember, we can do this to you. Yeah. You still got a claw left. I thought they regenerated claws. Don't they? they? Mm. No. Maybe when they're super sad, it doesn't happen because they're in jail in a Guido bar in Hempstead, New York. (laughs) A kid, a kid. 7% of people are supremely dumb, folks. Most people know that milk... that milk comes from cows, but some people are a little confused. A new dairy industry survey found that 7% 7% of Americans, which clocks in at about 17 million people, or roughly half the crowd of the the Penn's Parade, 7% of Americans <laughs> think that chocolate milk comes from a brown cow. No. No. We need to find these people and make sure they, they don't get to vote ever again. The Innovation Center for U.S. Dairy conducted the poll and reminds people that chocolate flavoring doesn't come from a cow, regardless of color. Okay. I mean, do we have to tell you that? I mean, I could see like a kid, like if my six-year-old was like, doesn't chocolate milk come from brown cows? I'd be like, oh, that's cute. Kids say the darndest things. If you're an adult, 
You think there's some Yoo-Hoo cows somewhere outside of Hempstead? Yeah, they do. 7% of Americans. Yikes. Imagine the, th- the other things they think. Can't even. I can't even go there because I'm not that dumb. They're like, okay, uh, we brought you back in. You were one of the 7% of people that thought chocolate milk came from a brown cow. We just want to ask you a couple yes or no questions just to get a, an idea of some of the other things you may or may not believe. Are you ready? Great. Santa Claus real. Yeah. Easter bunny. Of course. Tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. From under cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From under what? Uh, Ted Nugent is promising to be less confrontational. In an interview last week, The Rocker explained, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to back it down. I encourage even my friends and enemies on the left. In the Dem- <laughs> he calls them enemies. Enemies on the left in the Democrat and liberal world. We've got to be civil to each other. Nugent attributes his past hateful rhetoric to the excitement of getting a guy who's caught up in rock and roll, he said. Now, instead of saying that he wants to hang Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, now he just wants to quietly muffle them with a rag full of ether until they go to sleep. Never thought I'd say this, but I wish the the president would take a... Take a cue from Take Ted Nugent. Take a cue from Sweaty Teddy. I don't think there's any danger of that happening. All right. It is a rainy Monday morning and uh, not slowing down here in the third week of June on DVE. The DVE Comedy Festival coming up this Friday night. Rachel Feinstein is uh, going to be a part of that, of course. She'll join us on the show later on this morning. Also, we have one of the jurors from the Cosby trial. The mistrial declared this last week. We'll find out why. Mike McCloskey joins us 8.15 on DVE. Eh, she's not too shabby, so shut up. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Craig Gass, that was from the Rex Theater stage of the DVE Comedy Festival a few years ago at the after party. This Friday night, the DVE Comedy Festival returns to the Bayam Theater. Theater. All week long, we're going to be featuring cuts from comics who have played the DVE Comedy Festival in the past. This year, of course, we have Colin Quinn, Bobby Kelly, Rachel Feinstein, Kevin Brennan, and Bill Crawford. It's Friday night at the Byam Theater. Tickets at dve.com right now. Plus, we'll be giving away tickets a little bit later on this morning. Listen for your chance to win those on the way. Mike Pursuta has your sports coming up when we return right here on DVE. This report is brought to you by Meta. It is the DVE Morning Show, and well, when you go all the way to the Stanley Cup and win in Game 6, it's hard to believe that the offseason starts right away, and that means a lot of moves being made and a lot of owners meeting, results, etc., etc. So just when you thought you'd have a break from hockey, you didn't. Mike Pursuta here now with all kinds of stuff. Again, in the middle of June, you think things slow down, but here there's tons going on, Mike. At the Red Sports this Hour brought to you by McNeely Construction. Let's start with the Pirates who began what figures to be a critical 10-game stretch against NL Central Division competition. This weekend at PNC Park against the Cubs. The Bucks blow another ninth-inning lead on Friday night, win Saturday, and then yesterday uh, had very little uh, of an encouraging nature going on in a 7-1 to loss. The Cubs win the series two games to one. 
Jameson Tyone, five innings, eight hits, four runs, all of them earned, although the fourth one resulted from Gregory Polanco refusing to catch a ball in right field and Josh Bell refusing to throw a guy out at third base on a bunt. But uh, that uh, kind of the least of the Pirates' problems. They got three hits. They did uh, get some walks and an error and had some chances to score early against John Lackey but couldn't come up with a key hit. And uh, they are 31-38 and 38 after dropping 2-3 or three to the Cubs. Keeps them fifth in the NL Central Division. Half game behind fourth place, uh, excuse me, fourth in the NL Central Division. Half game behind third place St. Louis and a game and a half ahead of last place Cincinnati. Tough to blow that one Friday night the way they did, too. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people screaming about uh, the way Clint Hurdle set things up. He used Felipe Rivero in the eighth and Juan Nicasio in the ninth. Felipe Rivero is left-handed, and uh, Felipe Rivero faced uh, Anthony Rizzo, who's left-handed. Who's batting leadoff. Yeah, Ian Hopp, who's a switch hitter, and Kyle Schwerber, who's left-handed. So I don't think it was so much Rivero not being in the right spot. People are just, oh, make him the closer. Well, if you don't get to the ninth inning, then it doesn't matter who the closer is. Uh, Juan Nicasio came in after that and blew up. Tony Watson blew up. Uh, Tony Watson gave up another home run yesterday. Not that it mattered, but uh, Ian Happ, the Mount Lebanon kid, hit his ninth home run of the year, which is impressive since he's only been up since mid-May. But uh, Pirates can't uh, get the bullpen figured out, and that's going to make it tough to put any kind of streak together. And Gregory Polanco still looks lost in right field. And <laughs> Josh Bell's not making a lot of errors at first base, but the play he didn't make yesterday and didn't even try to make, a hard bunt right at him, guy on second, nobody out. Could have walked the ball over to third base and gotten the out there. Instead, he just turned around and lobbed it to first. So it was a man on third, one out, and they got a fly ball tag up. Can't give runs away, and the Pirates are doing that. Uh, they're not cashing in on uh, run scoring situations. They are in trouble. They're also in Milwaukee tonight, Garrett Cole against Matt Garza. Penguins and the rest of the National Hockey League released their protected and available list for the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the upcoming expansion draft on June the 21st. The Penguins uh, protected eight skaters and one goaltender. They could have protected seven forwards, three defensemen and a goalie, but they opted to protect more defensemen. On their protected list, Sidney Crosby, Patrick Horn, Christopher Kessel, Evgeny Malkin, Brian Dumoulin, Crystal Tang, Olimata, Justin Schultz, and Matt Murray. They can lose only one player. That's an important distinction to make. So a bunch of guys are available. <laughs> they can lose only one player. That one player figures to be Marc-Andre Fleury. At least uh, that's uh, what everyone seems to be speculating. And if I'm Vegas, I'm taking Fleury and then probably trading them. But No uh, doubt. Right? I mean, if you're looking down the list, the ninth best player on the team, you're telling me Flurry's not leading that camp of players by a long shot? I mean, I know there's different needs. Obviously, you're building a whole team. But there's not four goalies out there better than Flurry. You wouldn't think. And even if you don't want him, his trade value ought to be such that uh, you, could, you could draft him and flip him. Uh, the draft coming up... Uh, the, they're going to make their picks uh, throughout uh, the day on June the 21st, and they'll be announced during the awards show. Still not sure how they're going to do that yet. But they're, they, uh, From what I read, Mike, is they're going to announce it sort of in reverse, so the, the Penguins will be second to last. Oh, okay. And the Capitals will be last. 
Who lost who? Yeah. And I guess the only other player that they could take potentially is is Brian Russ. That's that's the the scuttlebutt. Yeah, you wouldn't want to take an older free agent such as a Kunitz or a Benino. Um, we'll see. Uh, if it's Flurry, that's what the Penguins have been anticipating all along. Mm-hmm. U.S. Open ended yesterday, and now uh, we've got a first-time major winner in Brooks Kepka, who fired a 5-under 67 yesterday and completed a 16-under performance for the tournament. That ties for the uh, record low in the U.S. Open as it relates to par. Third-round leader Brian Harmon and Hideki Matsuyama shared second place at 12-under. Tommy Fleetwood was fourth at 11-under. Good deal. That was a non-exciting U.S. Open. I didn't watch any of it. Typically, I do. Why Did, did they move it this year? No, they didn't. We but, moved the Southside Summer Open. Usually, we yeah. have the Southside Summer Open the same time as the uh, U.S. Open. That changed this year, though. Uh, Mike Pursuta there with your sports uh, on DVE. That was a rickety transition. Giving away tickets for the DVE Comedy Festival today. Be up close to Colin Quinn, Bobby Kelly, Rachel Feinstein, Kevin Brennan, and Bill Crawford this Friday at the Bayam Theater, DVE. Downtown. Featuring Colin Quinn, Robert Kelly, Kevin Brennan, Rachel Feinstein, and our own Bill Crawford. Brought to you by SouthHillsAuto.com and Disaster Restoration Services. For more info and tickets, go to DVE.com. On the way for you, Rachel Feinstein from this Friday's show, the DVE Comedy Festival. She'll be uh, giving us a shout after 9 o'clock. Mike McCloskey uh, also is going to join us at 8.15. He was one of the jurors on the Cosby trial, which was declared a mistrial which uh, really sent some shockwaves through the legal and celebrity journalism world this past weekend. So uh, that'll be coming up at 8.15. And as promised, more celebrating of the DVE Comedy Festival's, uh, you know, the ghost of DVE Comedy (laughs) Festival past, coming up with Tom Segura. Join Val Porter from the DVE Morning Show this Tuesday for Heels on Wheels, Lady. DVE Morning Show. The DV Comedy Festival is coming up this Friday night, and it's at the Byam Theater. Colin Quinn, Rachel Feinstein, Kevin Brennan, Bobby Kelly, and our own Bill Crawford. Uh, we've had such a good time through the past uh, with six years doing this. We had uh, past headliners include Harlan Williams, Jim Brewer, Jim Norton, uh, Chris D'Elia, Amy Schumer. They've all been headliners for the DVE Comedy Festival in the past, um, and we've had comics like... When you just rattle off that list. Yeah. Chris Porter. Um, Matt Bronger. Matt Bronger. Eliza Schlesinger. Roy Wood Jr. Tommy Jonigan, Nikki Jimmy Glazer. Schubert. Jimmy Schubert. Brett Ernst. Michael Che from Saturday Night Live. And uh, Christina Pazitsky and her husband, Tom Segura, of course, who have now, since that time... Tommy Jonigan. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Segura. Brian Callen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just one after another. Uh, but Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky, uh, a married couple, of course, who have the uh, Your Mom's House podcast. Yeah. Great and podcast. And they are, uh, they're, they're stars, both of their stars, continuing to rise. But Segura has really blown up. Since his time at the DVE Comedy Festival, and you're not calling him fat. You're, no, that's not like Bert a, is fat. Bert Kreischer, also yeah. a guy who's been a part of the DVE Comedy Festival in the past, uh, he's fat. 
Tom, uh, he's the water champ, and he flew to <laughs> Pittsburgh to do the improv one time, and he ran into uh, a famous person on the plane, and of course, that story became part of his last comedy special. He did it on Conan O'Brien, but he did it before all of that at the DVE Comedy Festival. Here's Tom Segura live from the Biome Theater. This is three years ago, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Three years ago. Here's Tom Segura live from the DVE Comedy Festival. Last time... Came to Pittsburgh. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.